right. Welcome back to season two, episode 14. Uh, Is it episode 14? Maybe it's episode 15. Maybe I put 14 on the last one. Yeah, because I think we do this flicker stick. Do the flicker stick episodes count as an episode or is that count? It doesn't count as an episode. The flicker stick show doesn't go up on the. It's like special features. It's just YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. So this is just, this is the podcast and this is episode 15. It's our special Loki episode. Um, Yeah. And yeah, how have you been, John? Yeah, pretty good. Just uh, out of bed and into the podcast, in the podcast mode. It's a good way to start. Yeah, it's all right. Podcast mode. yeah, podcast mode. It's a mode. <laughs> the podcast feel. The podcast feel and the podcast mode. Yeah. I'm getting into podcast mode. Podcast mode. Is yeah. that a serious face? No, it's not. And nothing I do is really that serious, to be no. honest. Yeah, I think our, our listeners know that as well. <laughs> oh, yeah, well. Fuck <laughs> like yourself. No. <laughs> Either you're with me or you're against me. That's yeah. <laughs> That's true. Well, yeah, but we got some exciting news for this show, um, our first sponsor. Yeah. And for, for those of you that know, about five, six episodes ago, we transferred our host platform to Buzzsprout, and they're now our host of our podcast, and they're the ones who put it through to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and heaps of podcast directories, and gave us our first website and all of that. Um, and yeah, and since being with them now, we've able to set up an affiliate marketplace now with them where we are giving away like a promo link for them and Buzzsprout and stuff. So if any of you guys want to start a podcast and it's super fun, you know, like we, we were always into movies and stuff. And when we started our film podcast, it made in a way our fandom a lot more fun and a lot more interesting. And we got even more invested. So if anyone mm-hmm. has any like interests in things or whether that's a sport or a game or whatever, could be cooking. Exactly. Or cooking. Like, I feel like starting a podcast actually helps that a lot. Um, and it just makes it more interesting and you get way more invested. And you know, also, you also with a podcast, you can also well. expand your knowledge, expand exactly. your knowledge about what you want to learn. Like, exactly. you know what I mean? Like, you look for, like, from doing the film podcast, you also learn more about film reviewing. And then yeah. your, your, your love of things grows because your knowledge of the exactly. certain subject that you're talking about grows. And then so also, it's, you want to hand in hand you want to deliver a good podcast as well. So then you're actually researching more and you're looking into things more and thinking about it more. And it just magnifies your interest to a so much higher level. And like, I love movies, movies before starting a podcast. And then since starting a podcast, I love them even more and just super invested in it. So much fun. And so, yeah, if any of you guys have like any interest that you want to start a podcast about, we seriously recommend Buzzsprout and we've got a promo link that we'll put down in the description of our episode. And if you guys click that link, you'll also get a free $50 Amazon gift card to go along with it with you guys signing up to Buzzsprout. So yeah, honestly, like Buzzsprout's the best. We were with Anchor before and since changing to Buzzsprout, our listeners have gone up. They've given it to so many more podcast directories, gave us our website for free, which is really cool. And also- Reached the top 50. Reached top 50 in Apple Podcasts. So um so it's really cool. So honestly, if any of you guys want to start, hit the promo link down below. You'll get a free Amazon, a uh, free $50 Amazon gift card. And yeah, and then be able to sign up through there. So hopefully some of you guys do that. But anyway, start going into our episode, which is our Loki mm. special. Um, mm. Do you want to kick off about how you felt about the whole series as a whole? Yeah. So like quick, quick backdrop to Loki. And I also think this probably will be, a, we'll start off not spoiled. We'll start off as spoiler free, but it'll probably get into spoilers mm. as it goes on. But the the backdrop to Loki is that it takes place 
um, from the point where in Endgame, Loki picks up the Tesseract and um, transports himself when, when, when the Avengers are trying to find the Infinity Stones when they go back into the past. So they go back to New York when they had mm-hmm. the Battle of New York and Loki disappears and then sort of picks up from there. And Loki comes in contact with this, this organization called the TVA, which is a Time Variant Association. Time variant or something. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and he comes in contact with Owen Wilson's character, Mobius and Mobius, which I think is Mobius, Mobius, Mobius. I'm pretty sure because his first name is Mobius and his last name is Mobius. And he stands the reason his middle name is probably Mobius. Yeah. So, yeah, which is a sick name. It's really, really cool. <laughs> and um, yeah, he comes in contact with them, and and um, Owen Wilson wants to pretty much use Loki to find this other variant, which turns out to be um, another Loki variant. And it kind of things ensue from there. So that's yeah. like the basic general plot. Um, I I like the show as my first like just off off the top reaction i, I yeah. like it um it's not my favorite marvel show um and i'm starting to see a through line between all the other marvel shows but i i, I did enjoy it i did enjoy it i liked its um kind of wackiness mm. and it's um and it, it was it was really really fun i think coming off captain america and the winter soldier which can be quite which was which is probably a bit more serious than wandavision Oh, yeah, probably a bit more serious than WandaVision. Dad. Dealing with- <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah. Uh, this, this is a podcast and that's what happens. <laughs> that's what but, um, happen. yeah. Yeah, exactly. But, um, yeah, so coming off coming off Captain America and the Winter Soldier or Captain or Falcon and the Winter Soldier, however you want to say it, um, it's probably a bit more, it's a bit more fun, but I think the implications for the rest of the MCU are bigger in this show than they are for the other ones, which is the thing I'm looking forward to the most. But I really did enjoy Loki. I liked um, Tom Hiddleston's always great. He's always good fun. He's, he always kills that character. Um, Owen Wilson was a really, really good addition to the cast. Yeah. Um, he's, he's, just a, he's just a good actor. Like Owen Wilson, I know people can get lost in the whole thing when he goes, wow. And things like that. <laughs> he's always like, wow. <laughs> but he's a good but actor. Like, but he's good, you know. He's a good actor. Yeah. He, he's not really like a big actor. Like he doesn't. His acting isn't quite big. It's just kind of a bit more subtle, and just relaxed. I find yeah. anyway. So I, I really liked him in the in the show. Um, I like the the the. the oh, I guess it's a little spoiler if you haven't seen it, but I I, I really enjoyed um, Sophie Di Martino, who is a mm-hmm. lady who played um Sylvie, who yeah. is the. The she variant they're trying to chase. She was great. She is- added so much. I found with, with that relationship that she was able to build with herself, Loki as well. Yeah. And um, like it just, it added a dynamic and those scenes became my favorite scenes throughout the show. So yeah, I yeah, feel exactly. she, yeah, she was very vital and not just her character, but the way she played the character as well. But I think really gave yeah. a lot to the show. I think that's the thing. And, and, and it should be already be seen by now by Marvel or whatever. But like Marvel already know what they're doing, but I think as an audience member, you really enjoy the parts where the characters are interacting mm. um, more so than probably the action, which I think is like a big win for Marvel. Yeah. Um, in terms of Black Widow as well, when we reviewed that, um, the best parts of that movie were, were the interaction between the characters, not necessarily the action. The action's great, but mm. you, the reason why the action's great and the emotional stakes are there is because of the character development that they have. Exactly. And that interaction, you know, and they've really it's nailed that. Like, at the end of the day. For yeah, me, exactly. they're they're dramas more than an action film, more than a yeah, exactly. It's, it's a drama. If they can, because action is, if you really think about it, making it a really good action piece 
is not that like it's like physically, yeah, it's difficult, but it's not that hard to make a good action piece, really. Yeah. Like if you get like the just, cinematic just story really structure, shit, do you know what I mean? The cinematic yeah. story structure of an action film is very cliched and, and predictable, whereas Marvel's able to to not make it so predictable and cliched through the way that it it's more of a drama with yeah, action but, sequences that play into the drama. And I get what you're saying, yeah. yeah. But if you can nail the character bits, it makes the action so much easier. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. And you can also and you can also use character um, development through action. Yeah. Um, they did that a lot in Black Panther where I, I watched this thing where Ryan Coogler was breaking down a scene of them fighting and he was saying that the certain fighting movements of certain characters mimic their actual personalities. Yeah. Whereas um, like in the scene in Black Panther when when they're uh, fighting in the casino thingy or like the, yeah, like the black market casino place and um, Okoye is using the spear and then um, Lupita Nyong'o's character, Nakia, I think is her name. Mm-hmm. She's using like guns and things like that because she's yeah. not she's not part of Wakanda really. Like she's part she's Wakandan, but she's not really like she doesn't want to be like a, a traditional fighter. She uses more like guns and things like that, which is yeah. the traditional way of using the weapons and things yeah. like that. Which is, I thought was it's really sick when you do things like that. Like exactly. really subtle, yeah. you know what I mean? But, uh, yeah, they, Marvel have done that all the way through it. They do show a mm-hmm. lot of their um, character traits and and add to the drama through the action. And yeah, yeah, but I understand what you're saying. Black Panther was on a different level with that kind of stuff. But yeah, I think sure. they've grown from Black Panther as well and probably learned from Ryan Coogler himself through him coming into Marvel. He's kind of, in a way, changed the way they are doing the action sequences mm. at that point. But yeah, for but, sure. Um, but th- that's actually one of the things I really liked about Loki is that there, there is action, but it's, it's more like a story. Yeah. It's not necessarily like... It's not. It's not waiting for the next action set piece. It's building yeah. to something bigger. Yeah. Um. What about you? What were your thoughts on it initially? Um. It was weird through watching the show. It's like I would go through stages going, "Hmm, do I really like this show all that much?" Mm, and then, yes. And then, like five minutes later, I go, "Oh, okay, I understand. I really love this show now." You know what I mean? Right. And it was yeah, like a yeah. wave of dropping in and out. And there were times that they would do certain things that i was like oh that's a bit eh, you mm-hmm. know and then there were other moments throughout the show where i go oh i really like this and then it, yeah like let's say in um in the when they finally see the timekeepers are we spoiling uh let's talk about it a little bit more generally okay. first all right and well, then yeah. like <laughs> And then just for the next five around. minutes yeah yeah exactly and yeah. then there are uh, a time it's basically like a wave with that show and and I did yeah. like it, and but I do think it, it is the weaker one of the Marvel shows that have come out. Um, mm-hmm. But it's it's a weird one, and I think I've still got to sit with my thoughts a little bit longer on whether I like really love it or I just like it. I know for sure I liked it, yeah. but there were just certain moments where I would lose interest or drop out and go, oh, yeah, it's not." That's the same with me. Best. Yeah, I had the same exact thoughts, and and I'm and I was trying to figure out why. I I'm like that with yeah. this show in particular, and maybe maybe partially I'm a bit marvelled out. Maybe <laughs> there's so but, much. Yeah, but it's not not in like a a negative way. Like it's because you know how like when Star Wars came out and they had like when it when it came out with the um Force Awakens. Yeah, and then straight after that you had um Rogue One. Then you went straight to Return of the um. The, the last Jedi and then you had Han Solo and there was just this yeah. massive period of just Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars. And then they had the Mandalorian coming out yeah. and you, you just get kind of 
which is you just can't kind of get overwhelmed because now yeah. you've got the TV shows with Marvel and then now you've got, you've got the movies. Yeah. Um, which w- wasn't a problem before because the movies came out and it's but like the movies came out kind of a bit more like within a like a bit more of a longer time frame. I'm, yeah. I and I understand yeah. actually that's a really good point. It's it's sort of you've had so many Marvel movies and they've been so massive and influential in pop culture the last three years. And now mm. you've got these shows that have literally come out back to back. It's like as soon as you finish one division, then it's on to uh Winter Soldier. And then as soon as you finish that, then it's on to um Loki and it's and, Which is and good. It's good. It's it good, is good. But also because it's a show like it's more than a movie. It's longer than a movie, longer than a movie. And so you're going back to back to back and it's like 120 hours of just straight Marvel and you can't really yeah. escape it. And even on our podcast, we have to talk about it all the time because there's so many news, <laughs> there's so many shows and movies. And that's not a bad thing. It's not saying that Marvel is, is getting worse or yeah. bad. In, they're actually getting better. But because you're yeah. getting so much content from them, you do maybe- It can be a lot. Can be a maybe bit much. lose interest, and maybe that yeah. contributed to to the wave of emotion through watching Loki. You're going, do yeah. I like it? Am I bored? Do or maybe I do like it. You know, and it's, I think that that's a very fair comment to say that maybe it's just a little too much. Yeah, but it's yeah, it's not it's not a. I don't think it's like a negative though. You know, what I mean? no. it's not it's not a negative and it's not a positive. It just is what it is. You know, it's and it can affect the way you watch the hmm. show. And I'm um, sure, also, I think I was going to yeah, say, go and I'm sure there are people who are just massive MCU fans that are loving it. And then yeah, that's great. losing interest. And so it's yeah. good for them. But for someone who who's more so likes the MCU because they make good uh, shows and movies now, um, but not really invested completely as like, that's my life. You know, I'm mm-hmm. more into film as a whole, not just the MCU. And so maybe for me watching it, I can get a little, uh, it's a bit too much Marvel for me. But then yeah. for others who would just love comic books and Marvel, then for them, it's great. So yeah. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. It's probably each to their own into how they take in yeah, exactly. that amount of content. Yeah, and I also think that maybe perhaps the um the company I was watching it with wasn't exactly like was was very distracting. Who's I might the company? say <laughs> I was watching it with our brother Dylan, the, Dylan, the, yeah, right. the silent host. The silent yeah, I know. He's always popping <laughs> he up. He gets a lot of mentions podcast. on it. I know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but I was watching it with him and he can be very um he could distracting is, yeah, uh, is a nice way list. of saying it. He can, he can <laughs> be, he can always comes up with a stupid fucking voice or some shit. And it's funny. But <laughs> don't encourage him. That's just or, or a question. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's, many, he's many questions. To a few questions here or there, yeah. but um, yeah. And um, so maybe that had something to do with it as well, but I did find it was a little bit harder for me to get into this show. And perhaps yeah. it was because of those things, but um. I also feel like I'm seeing this 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 line, this through line for all the Marvel shows, and they always ha- and the thing is there always happens to be this one episode where it, they kind of like lose um, perspective of the show. I don't know if you yeah. noticed this, but in episode in episode three of Loki, it was a complete waste of time. Like you really yeah. you could cut out episode three and watch the rest. You don't need yeah. it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And there's always that one episode within the Marvel shows that is either like, like doesn't really need to be there or it's a, it's a bit like time wasting kind of feels yeah. or um, they chuck a bunch of, it's either, it's either time wasting or they chuck a bunch, a bunch of exposition into, into it to build yeah. up the, the next episode. Like in um, Captain, uh, I keep, keep calling it Captain America and the, and the Winter Soldier. Uh, which it is technically, yeah. uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, 
episode four, or no, they had six episodes, right? Yeah. So mm. episode five um, was all exposition. And it, just to build up episode six, where, where generally you would need, you, you should probably put all that kind of information throughout the episodes. Yeah. Not just yeah. chuck it in, in one, one to build up the last one. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, and I yeah. feel like that's kind of what they do. I get that. I think they are, as much as those They're shows- They're still figuring it out. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. As much as those shows are good um, in their own right, I think them transitioning into TV shows, they still need a bit of work on kind of understanding how mm. to- keep a story progressing through an episode format rather than yeah. in a movie. And I think they, they are getting lost and there's always that one episode of, Oh, just chuck in all that stuff now and get it out, you know? And, yeah. and it just, it's a waste of an episode. And I think they need to learn to get better at kind of implementing little things here, here, here to keep the story progressing and going up and up and up and up throughout the six episodes yeah. rather than really, yeah, I get what you're saying. And I think that is going to come with time. And I think just because they've only done three shows now, and they're in such quick succession that there wouldn't have been time to get feedback from WandaVision before doing Loki because they would have already been filmed, you know? And so yeah. I think because they can't get that feedback, it's they make similar mistakes in all three shows because they were all done at the same time. They didn't learn. And so mm-hmm. like, I would have liked to see uh, the first Marvel show come out and then the second one be a bit better, then the third one be a bit better, and you can really see that growth. And I think we yeah, are yeah. going to see a better one in the next show to come out because they would have had some time. Whereas now, mm-hmm. because these three have just come out back to back to back, they were already filmed at the same time. They had no idea of, I guess, little mistakes that they wouldn't have picked up on making the shows, but they would have picked up afterwards. And I don't think yeah. they had that time to grow. And that's that's one knock I can give to the Marvel shows is that there was none of that growth in in getting better at telling a story through an episode format. And I also think a consistent time uh, limit or time, du- like a duration of an episode needs to be yeah. seen a bit, needs to be thought out a bit more. Cause, yeah. um, cause I think, well, episode one of Loki was about nearly an hour. I think it was like 50 minutes, I think. Mm-hmm. And episode two was probably a little bit lower. And then episode three is like half an hour. Yeah. And then it goes back to being 40 minutes 40, to an hour. 43, 47. Yeah. yeah it's, it's like, and yeah, it was just, it's kind of perplexing as to why they do that. <laughs> do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, if it's, it should just cons- be very consistent. Yeah. That's why. And yeah, episode three to me was like a real, was a real shame. Yeah. Um, I, it, yeah, it just kind of felt like, yeah, it was a bit of a nothing episode, which yeah. in a, in a season of, in a season of six episodes to have one episode be like just nothing is, is a bit of a disappointment. When you've um, only got six to work with in the first. Exactly. Part. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And I think also. Yeah. Like, I think they stuck to six, like to, to a small episode uh, format because, well, I mean, that's most shows nowadays, but also um, it allowed them to have a, a more transition phase into going into a TV show because they're going from movies to a TV show where it's going to be so much more content, so many more hours of filming mm-hmm. and writing. So you'd want to jump to six first, then higher, you know? Um, well, WandaVision I, was nine. Yeah, but that's nine, still small per se. And so I think... Um, it's just they didn't even quite crack the six episodes yet. And so it, yeah. it, I understand that. And I think people lost interest as well after episode three. Um, yeah, it, there's a bit of a drop, I, I think, in terms of, well, in terms of reviews anyway, because it started yeah. off, Loki started off strong. Like yeah. it, the first episode was good. Second episode was good. And the third episode was just like this bit, this massive yeah. dip. It really, yeah, it just dropped off. Um, yeah. Yeah, I hugely. Think- and then 
then episode four was good was a lot better episode four was a lot better episode five was was like was good okay. wasn't great it was good and episode six i think was quite good yeah six yeah was good but um yeah i just i did see a lot in just the whole grand scheme of things and the way that people were talking about loki and the amount of coverage it was getting it did take a dip mm. on episode three and yeah. less people were interested in Loki after that. And I think just maybe a subconscious thing through the episode not being quite captivating just allowed that to happen. Um, yeah. So I, I hope that they can learn from that and grow. And- the one good thing about episode three, though, I will say is you do get the character development between Sylvie and Loki. Yeah, you do get and that you do, And I guess that's, you know, that's always good because you, you do need that in shows to build to other moments yeah that are probably more cathartic or just, they could yeah, have, just more emotional they could have pieced that together the whole way through exactly yeah or they could have added more things to episode three like yeah. i i don't mind the interaction between the two but if but you need something just to i don't know move the plot a bit more for, for like forward do you know what I, mean? I don't know like i feel like it was more based in character development where they probably needed a bit more plot mm. um yeah which is i mean character development's always good like i'm not going to bag that because that always makes other moments later on in the show always better but just yeah they just need to figure out they just need to pace their shows better i feel yeah like in terms of what they like plot and character development just Mm -hmm. put them together and not necessarily chuck a whole bunch of exposition or a bunch of plot development yeah in one in one episode just need to spread it out yeah but they'll get there i mean like yeah like you said it's early it's only their third show it's yeah. pretty early on i'm like it, the show was still good yeah i'm not gonna bag them and, and the thing is that you also have to take into account is yes it's their third show but technically they're all the first show mm, yeah yeah they're all done right, at the yeah. same time loki might they're have not been made still, by the same people either yeah. exactly so it's all the first show and we have it's kind mm. of you've kind of got to see these shows i guess in a wave format is sort of this is the first wave and then we'll get the second and the third and hopefully that just keeps getting mm. better and better. And, um, but one thing I can appreciate is that they are all very different and I like that. I don't, I like how sometimes you can watch other superhero shows that were maybe like not even live action could have been cartoon, whatever. And they all, they're all very similar. It doesn't matter what the superhero is. Yeah. Whereas um, with this, you've got Loki, which is so, so different to Winter Soldier. And that was so, so different to WandaVision. And um, I, I really appreciate that. And I really appreciate how they've tailored each show to fit the character's needs. And that's yeah. what you want to see, but also what you can struggle to get, especially in a superhero show. Um, mm. So that's one thing. You also, can do. Yeah. They're all you also see comments. a lot of like, yeah, exactly. And also deal with different human um, emotions and things like that. It's like WandaVision's dealing with grief. Um, <clears throat> Captain America. Oh, fucking hell. Keep doing that. <laughs> I'm, fuck, I'm calling it Captain America and Soldier because that's what it is, really. Yeah. Um, uh, that show deals with, like, you know, um, past traumas and, uh, like, racism. It has a lot of social yeah. issues in it. And, uh, and this is dealing with fighting with oneself. Yeah, this this show, um, especially with Loki, like it's all about Loki and growth. something I can, yeah, and, and, and yeah, and kind of understanding who you are and being yeah. able to kind of change who you are as well. I like, like just grow, yeah, growing into who you are. There's, oh, there's a funny quote uh, through an interview with Tom Hiddleston where they're talking to him and they're saying, "Well, will you find a love interest?" Right, and mm. it was kind of like a a, a double sword that he that he kind of put across in these answer it was like yeah. well in order to to love you have to first 
love yourself, right? Yeah. <laughs> so like people like, oh, that's, it's funny because he, he let us know that he loved like a variant, uh, you know, like a different. Oh, uh, we're going to go into spoilers now, are we? Well, no, no, no. <laughs> Whoops. Spoiler. Um, yeah, there you go. But Thanks, like. He's always also, doing that. that. But then also throughout the show, take out the, the love interest. He also does mm. have to learn to actually love himself and find exactly. Him. Yeah, exactly. And so it was, it was a double meaning behind what he said. And I really appreciate that. And I think that sums up the show completely in one line is that, yeah. um, uh, he, he does, it's all about finding yourself and understanding yourself before you can, I guess, do, do anything else really. Um, yeah. And I, I, I also think the, um, the context of the character is quite important in, in this show in, in going into the show anyway, like mm-hmm. um, understanding that this Loki is not the Loki we know at the end that died in infinity yes. war. This is the Loki from 2012. So he hasn't gone through all that character development from the, the dark world and all yeah. the, and yeah, all the other stuff he's been in, you know, exactly. man? and Ragnarok especially he hasn't, and, hasn't gone through that. And I think I, that's what I like about this show is because it, because it's gone back in time to that um, to those few months there. It's like it allows us to see more of that character growth of Loki because you see it through the movies, but it also feels like a bit of a jump in character growth. It's not so much a gradual increase. It does feel a little more like jumps here and here, whereas I guess through the show, it's showing you why it looked like a jump and it was a gradual mm. but it shows you that time frame, which is what I, I really appreciate about it. And, and, and also... Um, sorry, going back to the quote, I was thinking it's a, it's a huge credit to Tom Hiddleston because I think he's the perfect person for this character. He completely understands mm. him. And that's what I really like to see as well in the show is that him as an actor really understands his character. And for him to yeah. sum up the character's growth in the show in just one line lets us know. He really does know him. And and um, he did say he would play Loki the rest of his life if he could. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, you know, that wouldn't be such a bad thing though. It no. would be great. He's, yeah. he's really good. And he's really good in the role. Um, yeah. It was just good to see like him. It was good to go back to a Loki that we hadn't seen for a while. Yeah. Cause essentially he's still evil. You know what I mean? Like he's still got that kind of anti hero kind of thing yeah. about him or well, he hasn't become that yet anyway. And then he, he, um, it was good to watch him go like th- through more of a intense, looking character development mm-hmm. but yeah like you said we got to see a bit more of him it wasn't much of a much of a jump we got to see everything that happens because he does do all the typical loki stuff in the show like at that time frame he's betraying people and he does yeah. that throughout the show and he but then he grows into the, yeah exactly and he grows into the character that we kind of see him at at the end of now, ragnarok yeah you know what i mean so he, it was always destined for him to be like that but i do love the fact that you um said that 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 loving yourself uh, quote like that that's totally what the show's about. It's about loving yourself and coming to terms with who you are as well, yeah. and why you do the things you do, and yeah, and if you're able to change doing the things you do. And I really think they explored that quite nicely, especially with. Well, let's go into a bit of a spoiler territory now. Yeah, I reckon it's probably the best best part, um, <laughs> especially going into the. Um, so we'll give someone like five minutes or oh, five seconds. I need five so minutes to, to turn it off. So no, five seconds. It, yeah. No one it spoiled. End the episode now. Thank you for listening. Yeah. Watch the show. <laughs> exactly. Keep go listening. Show. We're going Come back now. to this time. Three, yeah. two, one, boom. Boom. <laughs> and yeah, so the whole idea of loving yourself comes into the um in in the in the form of the variant that they're chasing, which turns out to be a female version of Loki. Mm. Um that's going throughout these timelines and 
is just yeah trying to escape the TVA and and trying to find out who these so-called timekeepers are because the timekeepers are apparently this this race of these three beings that are are, are in charge of looking after the the the, the sacred timeline mm. which is keeping the flow of time working and and things like that um and yeah it turns out to be this character called Sylvie but she's actually a female Loki and and they actually end up having like a romance which it's pretty much glorified masturbation. It's pretty, much, it's pretty fucked up. And they I don't do- know if I was feeling if, if it was fucked up or it wasn't. What do you do? You think that was kind of fucked up or not? Really? No. Like it is when you when you think of it as she is him, just in a different mm. uh, time time frame, whatever uh, time frame in a different ah, uh, uh, what am I uh, realm realm universe. in a universe, <laughs> right? In a different yeah. universe. Yeah. So. It's himself, but also it is someone else. You know, yeah. it's not really incest. It is someone else from a different. But universe. it is, it is him though. It's a version of him. Yeah, but and it's they, also a version of her. Which is exactly. But I think it also sums up the character because he's such a fucking narcissist that he's not who gonna... could love him other than himself. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Which I, I really liked a lot. And who would he remind... love other than himself? Yeah, it kind of reminded me. Um, a little bit of uh, Logan, yeah, you, you know, yeah. It reminded me of that in the sense that in that movie, Logan has to fight himself physically and and emotionally, yeah. And so he ends up fighting like this, like new and improved version of himself. Um, that coincidentally, I think Richard E. Grant creates that character, creates the 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 term that the other Logan who, and he appears yeah. in Loki as well, yeah. Um, so yeah, I thought that it kind of reminded me a bit of that. Yeah, it was it was really really good. Um, the it was it was quite funny. I don't know. I was I was kind of thinking like, could I do that? Like, if there was a female version of myself, could I kiss that person? <laughs> I don't know if I would. <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny that the jokes that they they hint at it with Owen Wilson's character going like, and they all talk about like this is disgusting. Or <laughs> yeah, <laughs> find it hilarious. Um, it's quite it, funny that they did that. It's really, a funny it? joke. Like, yeah. It's quite dark though. If you if you think about it, like that's quite of a dark thing to do. Like have a character essentially make out with himself. I know. In in, in like in the in the Marvel show, do you know what I mean? Like it is kind of if you think of it, I don't, yeah, it's kind of it's like a question you've really got to ask yourself. Like, is that fucked up or or isn't it? And I don't I don't know. I don't think you, it's you kind that of bad. You kind of grow into it. Do you know what I mean? Like you, because they because they have such a good dynamic and a great mm. relationship and good back and forth. You you don't really think about that that much. Yeah. Only when it happens, you kind of for a split second like mm, that's a bit weird, and then you're like, well, oh, but it makes sense. I mean, they have this tension. Yeah. And and if you really think about it from a thematic standpoint, it does make sense. It does make yeah, sense. Exactly. Exactly. And the whole show is about uh, capturing that character in the essence of of Loki, and that mm. is the character. You know, that it's as much as you joke about it, the only person he could love is himself. It is true. Yeah. And yeah, so exactly. It, it fits within his character. Exactly. And so in order to grow the character and to show him growing as a person, you've also got to give like a love interest mm. and he can only love himself anyway. So, it, so I guess exactly. it, it does help the show and help his character growth a lot. Um, and and what so, if, yeah. Yeah. What about, gonna- um? did you like the, um? in episode five, I want to say, they introduced these, they introduce more variants of Loki. Yeah. And you get the classic Loki. You get like this arrogant Loki. Yeah. You get this kid Loki funny. and you get this alligator Loki. Yeah. <laughs> I did you like that? Funny. Um, yeah. A little bit. I did tune out at times though. 
Yeah, right. In those scenes when he first got there and that type of thing, like it was funny as a gimmick, but it yeah, wasn't funny five seconds, as, yeah. as good for a show. Like I didn't, mm. you lose care for it. And, and so I like the fact that it's only really like for 10, 15 minutes that they're really around. Yeah. Um, but I did like so Richard E. Grant. As, oh, you didn't? No, I did. Oh, you did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I liked him good. as the kind of classic Loki. Yeah. Or I think that's what they, I think that's what they're going. That's what he's known mm. as. Um, I really liked. Yeah, I liked his performance. I thought he really stole the he stole the show at at the end when they're fighting that bigger Goliath yeah. character. Yeah. yeah. They get through to the to the void because yeah. essentially what um. Essentially, yeah, what they're doing is is they're trying to find these timekeepers, and when they do find them, turns out that they're not real. Yeah, and they've got to go to the end of time, essentially. When that timekeeper thing happened, actually, I was like, "Oh, this is silly." When they yeah. walked in, and I saw those timekeepers, those big was, things. Yeah, I was like, "This is abs- <laughs> This is like ridiculous." Yeah, and I was so glad that they chop off the head, and it's just a bunch of wires. I'm like, "Thank God," because that was mm. horrible. <laughs> Did you understand what they were saying? I couldn't understand a word they were saying. No, I'm sure. I sure, 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 sure. Yeah, that's what it sounded like. It was like, it was like what the <laughs> fuck? Is this fucking guy drunk. <laughs> What's doing here? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought, yeah, like Richard E. Grant, his performance is really good, especially when they, yeah, at the end when he's kind of like sacrificing himself and he's like, glorious power. Yeah. And he does this like crazy yeah. shit and he's just like, he's like, that's <laughs> sick. Yeah, it was um, cool. Yeah, that was cool. Um, um, yeah, and I, I, I really enjoyed that, but I, I've, to me, actually, the show did take a little bit of a dip. Yeah. As soon as they met, like the main guy. Really? Yeah. Did you get? Did you understand who that was, or did you have to like research that? No, I actually did. I understood, but I was just yeah. when it got to that point, I was like, I don't know. It, it just seemed a little strange for like not that whole encounter, but the first three four minutes of that and then right. were you just wondering who that is or something or yeah at first and then also mm-hmm. just the exchange and everything i was like i don't like it's, it's a bit annoying and then yes yeah, so to a point where i was like okay actually i really enjoy this and so like yeah again hinting at the way that i experienced loki as like a wave of up and down yes that's funny that you kind of um that you say that because i i was because in in the lead up of the last episode i I was, I was, I'm always into like the big, like who, who could it be kind of thing. Yeah. And like, who's the bit, who's the main villain? Cause yeah, essentially they're trying to find out who's running this whole TVA thing. Mm. And, um, and yeah, who's controlling this kind of flow of time and who's in charge of it. And then when they get, and, and I was really into like, yeah, the build up of who could it be? And it was either another Loki variant, which I would, which would have made a lot of sense. Like the he's are the one actually behind all mm. this all that's going on, or it could be this character called, called Kang the Conqueror, mm. who's um in charge, who's who's got like this, he's like this scientist from like the future, and it, and it turned out to be this person called He Who Remains, who's actually a variant of Kang the Conqueror. Yeah, and um, yeah, I I liked it, but I I would have preferred had they introduced him in the fifth episode, because in the sixth episode there's just so much exposition, like there's a lot. And it yeah. kind of goes back to that. Like, had they introduced him in the in the exactly, fifth, and it, it wouldn't have had to explain. It wouldn't have had to have that much. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And, and um, they could have it would just prob- kept everything moving once again in that yeah. slow, gradual progression that an episodic format should follow. Mm. But also, the thing is, um, 
yeah, with, with with that exposition, it comes up like it's just a lot of dialogue. But Jonathan Majors, the character, the guy who plays um Kang or the He mm-hmm. Who Remains, he 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 sells it like he kills it in his performance. He I thought he was great. really good. He's great. Yeah. yeah, he was. Really, I really enjoyed that that switch when he goes. We've just passed the threshold. <laughs> yeah. like, I don't know what happens. I didn't knew everything up until now. Yeah. Up until seven, eight, nine, ten seconds ago. <laughs> it it kind of gave me chills when he's like, well, if you kill me, I was like, well, if you see my other variants, they're not as nice as me. If you think I'm scary, they're not as nice yeah. as me. And I was like, holy shit. Like yeah. that was a bit like chilling just the way he said it. And just like, yeah. and you really, because at that, at that stage, the characters are questioning if he's telling the truth as to everything that he knows about the TVA or like everything that he set up about time. Cause essentially he's talking about that. He was in this battle with other versions of himself and that he's kind of keeping this time, this universe intact right now. But if yeah. he falls and if he fails, then um, the other people, his other variants are going to come and take over the time and they don't know what he's going to, he don't know what he could do yeah, or what they could do anyway. So yeah, they're trying to figure out if he's telling the truth or not. And um, yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah, it was, it was he he really sold all that exposition for me because like, when when people start talking, it can be a bit more like babbling like, on like and dour, yeah, and especially because with, he was with, so up and down and, and so exactly he gave so much meaning to every sentence and everything changed all the time. It was really yeah. captivating, it was very unpredictable, yeah, exactly, and that's what you want. Yeah, he, yeah, and um, it really like that last episode really sets up like the entire the next part of the MCU. Yeah, especially exactly. um, Doctor Strange and exactly. the uh, Multiverse of Madness and Ant Man Three and like, everything really. To me, Loki is like um, really like showcasing, and this is the the point where the MCU changes, and it mm, goes from being, from being really it was like a Marvel Cinematic World to now the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, exactly. Many universes, and now yeah, we're, exactly. we're at that point where it's just like it's so big and huge, and there's just everything pulling everything. And and Marvel was able to get there through really understanding their whole world now, and mm. knowing it inside out, to now being able to grow and everything will piece together and make sense. And so yeah, exactly. that is like it, it. It really does mark the change of Marvel forever. And in in a way, it's kind of like. As much as Loki was the weaker of the shows, it changed everything a lot more. Yeah, it's the bigger Marvel of the show. Progressing a lot more and changes everything for, M- for the MCU going forward. Mm, yeah, sure. exactly. Yeah, you're exactly right. Like this show has massive implications for the actual whole MCU. And I, yeah. and I finally realized why I, why I love um, what, what I love about the shows and the movies. Yeah. And I think the thing I love the most about all these movies and the, the, the culmination of movies and these shows that are coming out is the progression of this bigger universe. That's yeah. the thing I look forward to the most. Yeah. Like, and I, I look forward when I start the Marvel like series, I look forward to the last episode so that I get like the post credit scene, which it wasn't one in this show. Yeah, so I know. I, I was skipping across going, what? No. <laughs> the only thing you get is that Loki, Loki will have another season, which is good. Yeah. Like, it's good. I, you know, hopefully they learn from their mistakes in the show, but there's, yeah. They've definitely set themselves up for a season two, which yeah. I really like a lot. Um, but yeah, like I'm just looking forward to the end and what what like this major villain is going to be because Kang the Conqueror has been he's been talked about as being a big villain in Ant Man three, and we didn't necessarily know if we we're going to get him, but it seems like now. And I think one of the writers for Ant Man three and Loki that came out and said that he's going to be the big crossover villain, yeah. and really he's actually bigger than Thanos. 
Mm. Because in 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 this show, they actually have the time. Like they talk about the Infinity Stones, and the people like the Infinity Stones are nothing. They're like paperweights over here. Yeah, you know what I mean, so it's like if they're nothing to the people in the TVA, you know, Kang the Conqueror is he like these are nothing to him. He could defeat yeah. Thanos like that. That's why, um, and it's funny when he goes, "You want to kill Thanos?" He like when, yeah. when the clock's like, "If you want to kill Thanos, he can do that for you." <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, miss minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, did, did, did that scare you when she disappeared out of nowhere? Uh, it was a bit. I thought it was a bit random. I didn't think yeah, it was like. I think they went random. for like a jump scare, but it was like a bit like what the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't much like what yeah. the like. It wasn't scary. Which is that was a, a good scene. Like, I like that scene strange. a lot though. Mm, yeah, I like that scene. I thought for a split second that that Miss Minutes was going to be the bad guy, and I just that's like, what I was. Thinking. Sense, I was like, I was just like, like oh no, Miss Minutes is the whole thing, or like she's the mastermind behind everything. Yeah. But no, um, like I mean, technically, be. she's like in charge. It's like iRobot. You know, an iRobot when yeah. they had like that. Um, it's like the big computer is in charge of the smaller computers, kind of thing. The big robot, yeah. it, like the big, yeah. It was kind of like a little bit like that. Like she's running this other things, but then Kang the Conqueror is a bigger thing. Mm. Um, but yeah, like the actual end of the show, like like the ending where where Loki goes back because what happens is Sylvie and Loki, yeah, they get into like a fight, and then. Sylvie ends up, they end up kissing, but she sends him back yeah. to the TVA because she wants to kill um, old mate, he who mm. remains. Yeah. And then she, and he's like, no, because what if he's telling the truth? And he believes him. And he's actually right anyway. Yeah. Which turns, you know, like, but know. they actually had, just going just a little bit before that, actually, they, they had this really interesting exchange where he's, he's like, why can't we agree on this? And he's like, because. I can't be trusted and you can't trust. Trust. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. And I thought that was a really cool exchange between the two. But yeah. Um, yeah, like the end of the show pretty much ends with um Loki going back and he goes back to I don't he goes to, he goes and sees um Owen Wilson's character. Owen Wilson's character. And, 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 and he one goes, of the everything's other. everything's changed. Oh my god, like there's this character, yeah. he's done this, that, and that. And he's like, calm down. You work for this department, yeah. right? What's yeah, your who name? do you work for? Yeah. But like, I don't think that's the actual, I don't think that's actually him. I think that's a different like universe of him no no of course yeah he's got he's been yeah. thrown into some different uh time yeah that's what i think because some yeah. people are saying that it's actually owen wilson's character and i don't think that is no um and then he looks at the big statue because usually it was like the timekeepers but and now it's, it's got him. this massive statue of kang yeah and and you can see like the terror in his face and just like holy shit like mm. we because we haven't seen kang yet technically we've only seen a variant a variant and his variant was a bit kooky so we don't know what he can be yeah. like yeah which I love is like they showed us the main villain, but they also didn't show us the villain. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Which is and it's, it's a funny good tease for the next season. Variants. We should have guessed that seeing as they're working with variants the whole show. When they finally mm. meet the villain, it's probably going to be a variant who isn't quite. Yeah. <laughs> and with all these open, like, um, these open universes now, you see all these branched realities. Yeah. As the ancient one would say. Um, like, it makes me think about all these rumors that we have coming up for Spider-Man yes. and all this stuff about like, you know, Tobey Maguire and all them coming back. I'm like, well, you know, I think it's pretty much a given it's now. I think it's kind of answered it indirectly. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, exactly. It's needed <laughs> completely yeah. into it. Like the fact yeah. that there can be all these multi universes and things that different things happen. Of course, they're going to bring Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, put him in the yeah, same I feel like They're all from different I mean, multiverses. It's not. It's not definite, but it could. It's. It's gonna. Something's gonna happen. Do you know what I mean? It's like, it obviously doesn't it. confirm anything. Yeah, it doesn't confirm anything. It. But, but it, you it can believe it now. To believe because people are like, yeah. oh, that'd be a big jump. Now after Loki, it's not a big jump. 
that's it. Like it's it's got to happen. <laughs> well, I think the good thing about the ending of Loki and um and like Black Widow and things like that now is that like that that seems to be like the the end of I don't know what like it uh, let me stop. I don't know if they got like a bigger show coming out because the next show is what if. So now Loki's finished and now that what if show starts, which is pretty yeah. much wondering what if this happened in the MCU and what if this yeah. happened in the MCU, which is a bit of a palate cleanser for what's going to happen next. Yeah. Which I like. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I like the fact that now we had this big kind of reveal. We know who the next big villain's going to be. So now we've got this little palate cleanser to kind of just relax and go into the next bit. Yeah. Which is, yeah, I think it's quite, it's quite clever. Like it's good timing for them and, yeah, I, I, and it kind of makes sense now for the Eternals as well. Like yeah, how that's what I was going to say. Because they did say in the trailer, like, you know, nothing that bad has happened enough to bring us out and now we have exactly. to come out. And so it's yeah. like this this bloke is just uh, terrible. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> like it kind of, yeah, makes sense for all these other Marvel movies. Because I was wondering, it's like, what's bigger than Thanos? Like Thanos is the biggest. Now we know. Now we know. I mean, now we know some guys nothing. fucking with time. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and even 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 harkens back to Endgame as well when um Tony Stark's like when when you mess with time time tends to hit you back or something like that mm. comes to mess with you back yeah and I was like yeah that's what's happening now they mess with time now time's fucking with them yeah which is great I love that implication you know what I mean like they things that happen earlier on come back you know, that they had to mess with time in order to um to beat Thanos but through the fact yeah. that they're doing that has now opened up this whole world of just horror. Which will be coming. Yeah, it's, like, it's kind of like the devil you know is better than the devil you don't. Yeah. But like, fuck, they killed the devil they knew. Now they got the devil they don't. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's, it's really interesting, like the bigger implications for the for the show. I really, yeah, I look forward to it a lot. Like, Me what's going to happen gonna next? Be cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be really cool. Um, mm. But yeah, I guess, I don't know. Is there much to really touch on now with, have we kind of, mm. in a way, covered everything with Loki? Pretty much, we didn't go into, and in, I mean, we did go into spoilers. Not too many not, spoilers, though. Yeah, just just the big ones. Yeah, but, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we didn't do many spoilers, but what we did spoil. But we did it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But um, yeah, no, I, I think it's a it's a good show. Um, it's not my favorite of the of the three. It's definitely yeah. my third, but yeah. it's still good. I don't think I think the way we talked about it kind of made probably. Bit more on a negative side, but I think you know there's a lot no, of positives. Definitely to the not a negative. Yeah. 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 Um, it's just like you know, yeah. But I guess there's probably more problems in this show, but it's still really interesting. Like, like I think the most important thing, and you kind of brought it up before, is that perhaps this show has just has bigger implications for the MCU, which is the most interesting to see. I, that's yeah. what I liked about it probably the most as well. Mm. And I liked Tom Hiddleston was great. Owen Wilson was a good addition to the cast. He's a good yeah. addition to the MCU. Um, there's other little, like little storylines that we didn't talk about in the show, but, um, that perhaps lead into the, into the second season, like the whole thing with, um, uh, Renslayer and things like that. I think like that, what, what's she going to do? Where's she going to come from? And like, there's other little secrets in the show that we didn't bring up that you can find out if, if you, if you have, if you haven't watched the show and you've been listening to the spoilers, there's other things you can find out as well. Mm. Um, there's like one little question I do have actually, and this is not necessarily for just the Loki show, but who comes up with the little Easter eggs in like in the I know, show? I know. Is that like a production designer thing or is that yeah. where, who, feel, is, who comes up with that? Is it the writers? 
Is it the director? I think it's everyone think- working together and then production design, of course, does it. But I think it's it's the director and the writers and just the whole creative team working together and picking their moments and picking where to put things. I think it, yeah. it is production design physically doing it, but like, I don't know. It's weird. That is true though. Episode five of Loki was complete, complete Easter egg. The whole thing, yeah. it should just be called the Easter egg episode. Like <laughs> there's things in the corner that will lead you to believe it's this and yeah. that. And like, there's like, there's a little frog, frog, um, Thor, mm. which was actually voiced by Chris Hemsworth. Oh really? Which was crazy. Yeah, I didn't know that until like last night. I was <laughs> that's like, that's funny. crazy. But um, yeah, like it's it's a good show. Um, it's a lot of fun. It's definitely probably the most lighthearted of yeah. the three. It's but at the same time, the it's also fun. not like it yeah. is. Like it is. It is it. Yeah. But um, yeah, definitely the most lighthearted. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a good show. I, I give it probably. I want to say. 7.5 That's what I was to an eight. eight. Yes. Yeah, seven, probably, yeah. 7.5 to an eight, but probably 7.5 is is bang on, I reckon. Eight yeah. might be being a little generous. So I think, yeah, 7.5 for sure. Yeah. It was, it was I good. I think it, if, if it was a movie, it'd probably sit around the whole like, um, it'd probably sit around the Black Widow area that we kind area of talked about. Range, the whole Black yeah. Widow, Doctor Strange, yeah. kind of Ant-Man kind of yeah. area. Like it's, it's, it's not shit. It's no. good. But it's not as good as the great yeah, Marvel movies exactly. that we have. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah it, for sure. It was good. It was a 7.5. It was solid. Um, if you haven't seen it, go watch it because it, even though we've ruined mm. everything for you by this point, go watch it. Uh, it it's good. <laughs> like, you'll enjoy it. There's still other things that we didn't talk about that exactly. you can still find yeah, out in the no, show. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, Which it is important to kind of. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It was a good special episode, John. What did you give it out of 10? Oh, you gave it 7.5. I gave it 7.5, yeah. Oh, yeah 7. It's a yeah. good special. And yes. I guess we'll special, special. Thank you guys. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, leave a review, like, subscribe, follow us on Instagram at Flickers Podcast and everything. Um, all of that will be down in the description anyways. So yeah, hope you guys have a good weekend and we'll see you guys next week on the next episode. Mm-hmm. All right. See you, John. Have a good day. See ya.